Welcome to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm Pete Mazzetti. My guest this evening is Elizabeth Steffen, who is board president of Saybrook Village Senior Housing Complex in Old Saybrook. Liz, welcome. How are you? I am fine. It's Thank you for coming down. Here. Nice to see you again. What's new? Uh, I'm keeping busy and keeping safe. There you go. Well, hey, especially now. Now. That's yeah. all we ask. Yep. That is all we ask. So, Liz, Liz, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you became board president of, of Saybrook Village Senior Housing? Uh, <laughs> I was recruited to be a board member. Okay. And the first year, I just sat there and listened. The second year, I became vice president of the board. That's right. And the third year, the person in charge of nominating called me and said, I know you said you would be vice president again, but we can't get anyone to be president, so you're going to have to do the uh, agendas and run the meetings anyway, so you might as well take the title of president. <laughs> that's how I became president, and I've been president since uh, June of 2019. And obviously, are you appointed by a board of directors? I'm elected by a board of directors. Of directors. There are 10 of us on the board at the present time. Okay. Um, my vice president is Charles Hamill, who's rector of Grace Episcopal Church okay. you know, on Main Street, yep. Old Saybrook. Uh, secretary is Carrie Hansen Blaha, who's assistant branch manager of Essex Bank on Main Street, and Old In Saybrook. Saybrook sure. uh, treasurer is Devin Carney. Mm -hmm. And uh, assistant treasurer is Lauren Blaha. No relation to Carrie. They didn't even know each other. Okay. And she's a registrar of voters in Killingworth. I've met Lauren. You have met Lauren. I was going to say. Lauren, yes. Met Lauren. Yeah. Great. So what type of... What type of residence is... There are three different types of units there. Okay. And I'm going to have to use my cheat sheet. That's okay. Uh, there's East, which consists of 36 apartments for those 62 and older or under 62 and disabled. Uh, part of the funding for uh, East was donated by Katherine Hepburn really? way back in 1982 when it was under construction. They are HUD-subsidized 36 units okay. for low income. Rent is 30% of the adjusted gross income, and the income must be under 43750 a year. Wow. Uh, the utilities are included in their rent, and right now we have 231 applicants waiting to get in. Oh, wow with the waiting list of three to six years. Oh my goodness. Yeah. They stayed quite a while. We had one resident who only left this past February and she was a hundred years of young. Wow. Mm -hmm. And she was the first female harbor master in Old Saybrook, okay. in Connecticut, and in the United States. Really? Yep. Her name was Marguerite Gallagher, and if you asked her how she became a harbor master, she'd say, oh, my father was first selectman. 
And was he? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Way back. All right. Probably before I was born. Okay. <laughs> um, then we have West that was built in 1988. Right. Oh, and I should say that, mm. yeah, I did say HUD subsidized. West is 14 apartments, again, for 62 and older, and that was financed by CHFA, Connecticut Housing Financial Authority. Right. Your income must be lower than 62,600. Rent started at 971 a month. Again, utilities are included and we have a waiting list of 83 applicants. And it's a three to five year wait list. Holy God. Yeah, people want to come. Yeah, I know. And then the newest group is South, which is 15 apartments. Okay. Uh, again, 62 and older. That was financed by the Department of Housing and has three different income guidelines and three different rent amounts. The Tenants pay their utilities, but they do get a, um, an allowance given for their utilities. Okay. And because that's new, it only opened four years ago. There are only uh, 16 people on that waiting list. And it's uh, many people drive by and think it's a condominium unit. Right and want to know how much the unit costs to get into and are stunned when they find out it's just rental and they're 600 square foot, foot apartments. Okay. And it doesn't matter what the income level of the resident is, the layout of all the apartments is identical. Really? So you don't know whether a person has the upscale apartment or the HUD financed apartment. And it's kept immaculate. Um, we have an administrator from elderly housing management in North Haven who's there full time from six in the morning till three in the afternoon. Okay. There's a social services person who helps uh, range, Medicare Advantage, any extra things that a tenant may need because they have a disability or because they just don't know how to do things. Um, yes, <coughs> excuse me, on Friday she helped one of the tenants who is visually handicapped fill out her application for an absentee ballot. Okay. And then later this month, um, three of us on the board are elections officials yes. representing both parties. Mm -hmm. So we will set up a date to go there in the morning and any resident who would like assistance in filling out their absentee ballot, right. we will assist them. And they don't know what party we represent. That right. doesn't make any difference. No, absolutely not. And then you and then you have to mail them back? Um, last year, we just walked them across to town right. hall that's and right. put them in the box. Yeah, that's right, because if for people that don't know, yeah, the we, location we're talking about is directly across the street from town, town hall. hall. Yep. So um, either that, before we had the box, uh, the two of us who did it would walk the ballots into the town clerk's office 
and just hand them to the town clerk. If it's somebody who's registered outside of Old Saybrook, then we put a we put them in the mail. Right. Right. Now for the complex, do you have to be a resident of Old Saybrook to apply? Apply? Nope. No? No, you can we get applications from all over for people who want to live in the complex. And uh, right now we have an application before the ARPA yep. committee. Uh, our residents were so badly isolated for two years mm -hmm. that uh, social services in Old Saybrook came to Kathleen and to me and said, I want you ladies to put in a proposal for an outdoor pavilion for your yes. residents. And so we are before the ARPA ad hoc committee of the selectmen to get that uh, pavilion funded by ARPA. 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 Do you, do you think it's going to, should, should it go through? I have my fingers and toes and oh. everything else crossed. <laughs> okay. I'm hoping. Um, I've done everything that they've asked. They asked me to get zoning approval. I got zoning approval. Okay. Um, then we, they just have to, the committee has to vote yes. The selectmen have to vote yes. Mm -hmm. And then it, because it's more than 20,000, it goes to a special town meeting okay. where the town mm, residents have to vote yeah, yes. Exactly. Yeah. Any idea what timeline for the town have meeting? No idea. We've been working on this since I think the end of April. Okay. And I tried to go to all the ARPA meetings. Um, they even changed one because um, the last meeting was going to be on Rosh Hashanah. Right. And I couldn't attend, so they changed it to Thursday night. That's right. So um, I was able to attend it. How was the meeting? Long. Okay. Okay. All right. There are a lot of parts of town that want to have some of this ARPA money that right. the town of Old Saybrook has. And uh, because of what has happened around the country with... Uh, the government saying that they were fraudulently using the money. Town of Old Saybrook is being very careful. Oh, yeah. And I applaud them for that. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Carl's got to be very careful about very careful. How, he, how, that money, how he allocates the cash. Yep. Yep. And there are a lot of worthy causes. Right. You know, a lot of places uh, suffered because of the, of the COVID, and a lot of places are still suffering. I mean, we keep our residents six feet apart mm -hmm. as much as we can. We don't use the community room okay. anymore because uh, it's just not safe to have 40 or 50 people in that no, room. No, absolutely not. Yeah. Um, we've changed what we do at the holidays. We used to give them a big party that right. the board paid for, and now we give them gift certificates to Walt's Market on Main Street. Oh, sure. And uh, I was almost knocked off my feet when Paul Cozy of Walt's Market said to me, oh, I'll kick in 
$10 to every gift certificate, which meant he was kicking in over $700. Wow. And, you know, he's a small market. Oh, absolutely. And yet, and yet he would do that for these uh, 71, 72 senior citizens. That, that's a hunk of change. Oh, absolutely. That's absolutely a hunk of change. So, um, you know, it's, it's something I'm proud to work for and on. I'm there two, three times a week. Okay. I respond if a tenant has a problem that Kathleen can't solve. Um, but she can solve just about everything. <laughs> oh, really? She's been there for, I think she said, 13 years. Oh, okay. Social services person's been there for over 10 years. The uh, person who does fixing of anything that breaks, and I mean anything, he can just about fix anything <laughs> or improve something has been there for over 10 years. Oh, wow. And uh, it's a good group of five people who work there. Would you mind sticking around for another segment? Sure. All right, we'll be right back. Smart TVs and streaming services have taken over the television industry. VSCTV is proud to announce our presence on Apple TV and Roku to make watching your favorite shows even easier. You can access this service by downloading the Cablecast ScreenWeave app. Then choose Valley Shore Community TV from the list of channels. Select VSCTV Live to watch our channel in full HD. Or pick a show from our on-demand video library. VSCTV is your local Connecticut Midshore Valley digital connection. This week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm Pete Mazzetti sitting here with Elizabeth Steffen, who is with the, who's board president of Saybrook Village Senior Housing Complex. Welcome back. Pleasure. Nice to see you again. I, so we were talking about in the first segment about the organization as a whole. Maybe we can open up this segment asking about what what exactly is Saybrook Village and where is it located? I know we talked about it briefly, but. It's located on Sheffield Street yeah. in Old Saybrook, which is just off Main Street. And it's across the street from the Board of Education building. Yep. As you go down Sheffield Street, it's on your left. Mm -hmm. um, and it's three big buildings, um, two story. Right. So the lower units are for people who can't do the stairs. Okay. And we have ramping everywhere. And the formal address is 55 Sheffield Street. Mm -hmm. And uh, as I said before, a lot of the tenants have been there for quite a long time. And the only thing that forces them out is if they need more services than uh, just senior housing can provide. We're not assisted living. Nope. So they have to be able to do their own grocery shopping. 
They have to be able to cook their own meals, mm -hmm. clean their own apartments, or right. get somebody to, to come clean. in to be a, a chambermaid and clean their apartments. Okay. Um, and during the really bad isolation for COVID, um, the mechanical person's assistant would go to the food pantry mm -hmm. once a week for those tenants who needed food assistance, and the food pantry knew who those tenants were, and he would bring back the shopping bag full of food for each of those tenants, and whatever a particular tenant didn't like hmm. or didn't need, that was put on a big table in the community room, and it's amazing how there was food there Tuesday afternoon, and by Friday, most of it had disappeared because anybody exactly. could come in and help themselves to what was there. And if there was still food left there on Sunday morning, there was one tenant who would bag it up, and he would take it to his church. So nothing went to waste. No, absolutely not. You know, we had extra rice, extra cereal. Sometimes we had tons of onions mm -hmm. and turnips and not everybody liked them so right. that would just move on to the next food pantry where people needed food assistance oh, wow. so it was you know one hand helping the other and even with the terrible isolation of of covid absolutely and the the good the good thing about where where the where it's where you're located in old saybrook you're within walking distance or a short commute to everything. Yep. Downtown. Um, there is a path uh, through one of the condominium developments that's technically on Main Street, so they can walk through that path or take their electric scooters through that path, mm -hmm. and they end up in the parking lot where um, paperback Yep. Is and then they can they can either go to, to the estuary mm -hmm. or they can go shopping on Main Street, which was one of the reasons we in, we were happy to work with Waltz right. on the gift certificates because they they it was just a block and a half away. Absolutely. And not all these people drive. No. But you gotta be careful of those electric go karts. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Some of them drive those things really fast, so you really have to watch out for those those folk. And obviously, those those are okay to be on the streets. Yes, they are. Yeah. I was I was somewhere the other day, and I was on one of the side streets in Clinton, and, and down by the beach, and I was standing talking to somebody, and about a half a dozen golf carts went by me. I'm like, what? And I'm like, yeah, they're like, people can drive golf carts down on the beach. Yep. They were like, but they're not allowed on Route 1. That's you can't. right. Well, these are smaller than yeah. the golf carts, but um, you know, they drive them from one building to another to see a friend. Right. Um, they drive them to the estuary, to mm -hmm. Main Street, and uh, a couple of those Drivers are uh, <laughs> dangerous a little, bit speedy, a little bit speedier than they should be, huh? Yeah, 
shall we say? <laughs> Just a tad. Now, what are the income restrictions? Well, the, the A, the South Building doesn't have an income restriction. Okay. Um, the East Building, which is HUD subsidized, it's 43750 And the West Building, which is financed by CHFA, it's 62600 and, wow. and they have to fill out a full financial report okay. when they apply. And then they have to wait for the financial report to come back. back and, and the whole thing, and they go on a waiting list. Um, I was talking to Kathleen when I picked this up this morning, and she said somebody had been on the list, and then for whatever reason she asked to be removed from the list, and she just came back to Kathleen um, a week or so ago to ask, can I please go back on the list? But unfortunately, she drops to the bottom of the list. Ah, so she loses her seniority of she where was, she was on yeah, the list. on the list, yes. So if she was up here, if she, she, she probably If she had stayed on the list, she probably would be living there by now. Gotcha. But, uh, no, so she drops and goes to the bottom, bottom of the list, list and then has to work, to work her way, way back, back up. And once a year, um, the people from elderly housing management know, contact all the people on the, the separate list mm -hmm. to make sure they still want to remain on it right? or to see if they unfortunately have passed away. And okay. so they automatically come off the list. Right. And so that list gets updated every single year and sometimes during the year. Okay. So. Now, as far as how does a senior get an apartment? Well, you fill out an application, fill out the, you, know, you go phone. through the financials, and then you hopefully get a, an apartment becomes available right. while you're still young enough and mm -hmm. strong enough and healthy enough. You know, we can't take anyone who really belongs in assisted living right. or in a nursing home. So it's got to be a pretty independent senior citizen. Gotcha. And as far as the process goes, how long does it take? I guess for some people it takes, a, well, three to five years in some of the units right. to get to get a, um, an apartment because, you know, we don't know how long any of us are going to be strong and healthy. Exactly. You know, I'm, um, I'm older than some of the tenants mm -hmm. and knock on wood. There you go. I'm still healthy enough to be fully independent, but I don't know how long that will last. So, um, you know, we take it month by month. Now, we were talking in the first segment about the, I guess you guys want to build build a structure with some ARPA funding? Yeah, it's, um, we call it a pavilion. It's, <coughs> excuse me, the one we were looking at is 28 feet by 16 feet. Okay. It has a roof. It's totally open to the air because if you enclose it, you defeat the whole purpose. Exactly. Um, it will have 
a uh, this three foot high wood border around it so nobody can fall out or fall off. Right. And it'll have bench seats with um, cushions. Okay. It'll have a table in the middle. It will not have electricity. It will not have running water. Okay. We did that because we don't want people having loud parties at night. Okay. But it will allow grandparents to be with their grandchildren again. There you go. And it, <coughs> excuse me, it will, um, as long as it's a nice day in April right. or in October, yeah. it'll be usable from April, May, June, July, August, September, October. And then it, once the weather breaks. As long, once it gets too cold, then it won't be able to be used. Exactly, and then it'll be... And it looks out over the salt marsh and one of our um, lighthouses. So you see the really? Connecticut River and you see the Long Island Sound. Really? Well, that's got to be cool to see. What we had to do with zoning was make sure that wherever we located it, it was outside the Upland Review area right. for the salt marsh. Okay. So we had enough room in the northeast corner of the property um, near the cemetery mm -hmm. to place it. And uh, we'll have to have a concrete walk because we don't want people with walkers or those scooters not being able yeah, to no use kidding. it. So it's going to be full ADA compliant. There you go. And the walkway will have a rope railing system again so that somebody who's visually disabled won't fall off the path exactly well let's step in from the saybrook village senior housing we're about to run out of time so thanks for coming down hopefully we'll see my you pleasure. again soon my pleasure pete thanks on behalf of lift on behalf of Liz, Stefan, i'm pete and thanks good night we'll see you next time